Today's episode is brought to you by the Mindful Games Lab by Clay Capra. Join Clay as he interviews a wide range of people in the gaming world on how games have made their lives better. In his latest episode out now, Clay visits with designers Ian Moss and developer Marshall Britt of Bunkers and Badasses, published by Nevada Games. Find out more at mindfulgameslab.com or visit Mindful Games Lab on Spotify. And welcome to Edge of Night, an actual play D&D 5e podcast based on Curse of Strahd. So, who are you and who are you playing? Essa. Hi, I'm Essa. I use they, them pronouns. And I'm playing Irina Koliana, who uses she, her pronouns. Lana, who are you and what are you playing? I'm Lana, I'm playing Sierra Flowers. Nathan, who are you and what are you playing? Hello, I am Nathan. I am playing Father Durr. Nick, who are you and what are you playing? Hi, I'm Nick. I'm playing Magpie. Rowan, who are you and what are you playing? Hi, I'm Rowan, and I'm playing Lord Fox Ripley. Definitely a lord. Definitely a lord. And I am Joshua Stringer, your DM and overlord. And we are back now fully situated in Barovia. The party have escaped Death House, most of them at least. And managed to set out on the road, finally away from that accursed manor. The journey was thankfully not too dangerous, although there were some horrifying glimpses of the monsters that lurk within Barovia. But you successfully made it to a village, and there were people who weren't trying to kill you, which is always a nice change of pace. When you arrived, you met a woman, dark skin and auburn hair, introduced herself as Irina. And as she ran off, uh, urging you not to tell a uh, blonde-haired man that you had seen her, you then went into the tavern, met said blonde-haired man, who introduced himself as Ismark Koliana. And upon hearing that his sister was loose, and causing problems, uh, went back home to see her and also offered you lodgings and potentially a job, if you were willing. You decided to make your way to the Koliana residence on the way, hearing this persistent crying. Magpie and Sierra decided to investigate. They found a woman crying alone in what appeared to be a child's bedroom. No sign of the child. As the magpie tried to offer comfort, the woman started to get angry, causing magpie and Sierra to skedaddle quite quickly back downstairs and out the house and pressing on to the Colliana estate. Arriving there, you found the residence seemed to be like it was under attack. They boarded up windows and barricades, Inside, you found the Koliana siblings, uh, who were currently protecting and waiting 
to be able to bury the body of their father, who had currently died three nights prior, and they were unable to move him to the coffin to the church of the Morning Lord. You agreed to help move the body and provide potentially necessary security during the funeral, as well as then escorting Irina out of the village towards the town of the Lackey. We pick up the early hours of the morning, before dawn, and I would like everyone who drank uh, last night in commiseration uh, to make me a constitution saving throw. Oh dear. <laughs> we are already off to an excellent start on this. I got an 18. 18? <laughs> okay. Father? 12. 12. Uh, did Irina or Sierra drink? 15. Did not drink. 15. Okay. You are all fine. Um, Irina, uh, sort of you being a, a used to sort of Barovian time, able to get up. Uh, before dawn, quite easy. Dawn doesn't come around until somewhere between nine and ten p.m. Uh, a.m. It is <laughs> ten p.m. would be dawn right there. Sunny Reykjavik. It's your brother. It's your cousin, Ismark. <laughs> Save your daylight. But you are all fine. Irina, you are able to get up uh, nice and early and without too much issue and start going about. Ismark sort of is coming around and uh, knocking on the doors of anyone who's perhaps a bit more of a late sleeper or not used to it still being quite so dark out quite so late. But presuming that you all are relatively early risers, um, relative being like 8am, um you make assumptions, sir. <laughs> is father and is father still just out? Father's going to be out until further, until woken. Yeah, oh uh, yeah. There's like a, a knocking on your door, which then knocks louder, and then is Mark sort of opens the door, looks in, looks sort of around the room, steps out. <laughs> Comes back a moment later with a set of cooking uh, pots. Just... Oh no! <laughs> Out of reach. Uh, this is a a man who has who has siblings and know how knows how best to annoyingly wake someone up. Uh, yeah, just starts hitting these pots and pans together. Um, well, we had a long day yesterday. We didn't even get a full night's sleep before. <laughs> I mean, Sierra, you were sharing a room with Irina, correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you would have you would have gotten up when Irina got up. Uh, Irina would have got up pretty early. She did not sleep well. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, uh, Father, uh, it's Mark. Sort of looks as you rouse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there'll be some form of breakfast downstairs soon enough. Oh. In fact, I need to return these so it can be made. It's <laughs> Mark starts uh, heading out your room. Uh, check to make sure other people are awake if uh, anyone else is a uh, late sleeper. Nightclub will already be up and dressed. Yeah. Foxford? Fox is awake, but he's not going to come out of his room until 
god. So you're gonna go with just like, like <laughs> he's awake, but at what cost? Yeah. It's like, 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 done a lap, gone I got far enough, and we'll sort of see that your like room is still closed. Or... Uh, Lord Ripley. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Alright. Food shortly, and then we're going to make our way to the church. And see him heading. Hear him heading downstairs. Um. Maybe can so. I have a look at the fucking book? Yeah. As uh, so you sort of. I was like, yeah. It's like, it was basically, you got woken up by the knocking from Ismark, and now I just have this, like. Uh, you opening up? been stressed about this for a week, yes. We'll flick through the pages. And it lands on, you flick through, there's only one page that currently has anything on it. And it simply reads in very, like, sort of, um, very, very dark red ink. Many secrets. Many secrets. It's nice and specific. I love it when cryptic books are just like, you know, I'm going to tell you what I'm about right here. Um, I'm going to bring the book up like quite close to my mouth and just whisper to it. Princess, are you, are you in there? You hear uh, thing about like you hear like all the the shutters rattle slightly from like just a, oh the wind goes past, but you swear they're just in that breeze. You hear a <laughs> gentle laugh. The book has returned to the normal temperature that a book should be. He's gonna grab his stuff and just bolt out of the room. Yeah, are you are you keeping the book or? Yes. Okay. Eventually, you all uh, congregate downstairs. Uh, breakfast is served. There is tea um, and a very sort of small amount of uh, coffee. As Mark explains, we only able to get this when uh, one of the uh, Vistani come through trading, and we haven't. They haven't had any of uh, any of this in their wagons in a while, so when well, I lost legs of it, but if you wish for have, to have some, do help yourself. Don't mind if I do. You want to make sure that a cup of coffee, there is tea and water, and sort of the breakfast is largely like a, a porridge, heavy porridge with some like uh, nuts and berries in there. Oh, I quite agree, Father. <laughs> Did uh, everyone sleep all right? Well, I mean, I slept. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry if my uh, restlessness kept you awake, Sierra. It was... Uh, Difficult night to sleep through. It's okay. Yesterday was a terribly long day. 
didn't notice anything at all. Well, once um, everyone is finished and ready, we can set out to the church. I did my best to send words to Father Donovich ahead of time, but I haven't heard anything back. He should. Uh, he lives there, so, you know, he's hardly going to be anywhere else. Um, um, have you got anything to carry the deceased in on? The, we have done our best to make a... Uh, some form of coffin. It's not the best. Uh, it's all around. You do notice it's like kitchen, sort of like the dining room area. Uh, like you realize you are eating in a kitchen, um, which, sort of given this is a, a lordly estate sort of house, a bit uh, odd. Um, the uh, the dining table was useful in the process. Not going to have uh, many people around for dinner after this. I mean, I don't know. This place seems uh, lovely and lively. Or oh, maybe that wasn't the best use of words. We appreciate the sentiment. Um, right. Uh, well, in that case, I mean, um, I can carry him if 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 you want. Um, how far is it to the church? Uh, not not too far at all. It is uh, the in the time at you in tavern. It is just sort of um, carrying further up past there. Uh, just a, a short walk is just it, uh, well, between the two of us carrying. It wasn't practical. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, also, next question. I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a man of many questions today, it seems. <laughs> um, right. Uh, are we going to go through the town? Or are we going to go round the town? Uh, we will. Going through, I think, will be the easiest option. Uh, we're not trying to... We're not trying to hide... Uh, no, hide what we're I doing. Just, uh, I made an assumption that, you know, well... You said that you've had some troubles and that you needed us for protection and thus yes, the um, village might not be friendly or something. I don't know. I know. Sadly, the trouble we've been experiencing is not from... Uh, well, the one that I'm concerned about is not from the townsfolk. Right. Them right. we could handle. Yes. And even they, difficult as they are, will think twice before attacking the new burgomaster, his sister and the deceased burgomaster uh, on the map I have circled the church uh, it's the one in the yellow circle right um well um shall we uh make our way Yes, I, I think it's best so. We don't want to leave it too long because there's uh, work to be done before the burial can take place fully. Okie dokie. Shall we? Um... Then let's go. Okay. Um, I assume, Father, you are going to help carry the coffin. Well, given the fact that he is the tallest. And also the you know, strongest. strongest. <laughs> but also, it, it's more the. It would be kind of awkward for anyone else 
to help yeah. carry because like Farden's very tall, so if anyone else yeah. helps, it's going to be at a slant. Yeah, downwards. I don't think so... you're going to be able to. You won't be able to because you know Ismark and Ismark will definitely still be like there to help. So you won't be able to like carry it like proper sort of pole bearer style, like on the shoulder. No, if he just carries it in his arms, like almost yeah, so bridal like a, style. It would be like a sort of um, like moving a piece of furniture, where so like everyone kind of grab the, uh, grab a side and yeah. carry it through like that. Is, uh, Such of a unfortunate possible. Sierra's the, so- the second strongest because the yeah. height kind of makes it difficult <laughs> Unless Sierra to ever share like, like, on, on Sierra just hanging on the like end, a, just... like a, a ballet dancer holding up a ballerina, um, just in the middle, just underneath in the middle. Yeah. Uh, is any does anyone else want to like? It won't be a thing. I'm not going to make you roll a check for it or anything. But if people want the kind of the flavor of of helping carry the the coffin and then just a bit over why that won't work yeah. what else would we is there any other roles that we could be Not doing like, or? The, like you can sort of be trying to keep a lookout or um i don't know sort of, uh, whatever there is usually is in a funeral procession such as well, like, i mean music i mean or, there's like... normally the person at the front and then there's the person at the yeah back, there's usually someone who's like bring out your dead uh that's um, no that's plague that's not funeral who's basically there to make sure that like people if there are anyone is anyone in the way they get out the way um i think i would probably take that like yeah. take point in the possession yeah and also like you know if Irene's in front of him and she you can at least still see her where where she is what she's doing um true 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 true, true. yeah like you don't know this this uh would just be sort of the walk up so you don't have to necessarily be doing doing anything um i'm happy to help carry the coffin sure yeah. why not yeah i mean if father <laughs> kind of holds his end low everyone else could yeah father style yeah Father has it like stupid. in his hands, like in a sort of just. I mean, I was sort of just oh, imagining like, like arms behind him, like against his back, so his arms can just sort of hang low. This doesn't yeah. really work because my, yeah, my yeah, or just like sort of basically carrying it from the back, like that, just hands mm. underneath the. Uh, this is great, great audio material, uh, <laughs> describing how we hold a coffin. Um, but yeah, then Fox and Magpie could be either side holding it on their shoulders and yeah. potentially Ismark at the front. Um, like a very morbid table. I think Ismark, Ismark is probably... That's what it um, is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ismark, I believe, is a, is a fair bit stronger than uh, Magpie and Fox. Yeah. So it could be Magpie a thing where like, is... Magpie and Fox on one side, Ismark on the other, farther than at the, at the back, sort of taking most of the, of the weight. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, not together we boys. are as strong as is, Mark. <laughs> what like uh, what are your guys' respective strengths? Um, seven. Hang on. Seven. I think it's yeah, also seven. <laughs> together <laughs> you're weaker that. than is, Mark. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I've got a strength of eighteen. Yeah, you're you're a bit stronger than is, Mark. But like he's like a twinks. Is Mark is like a a like. Uh, the son of a lord has clearly had like tr- like riding and fighting like training for like most of his life he is yeah uh sounds why it's not fit. it's not special <laughs> <laughs> says the like <laughs> like wrists that you can easily like a child can grasp around <laughs> his hands and those other work days work in their life <laughs> 
Magpie and Fox just there on their side of the coffin, like, Fox I work out of my Popeye. job, but suspect I'm purely decorative. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, what, is, what does Sierra want to be doing? Because I'm keeping Irina company. Yeah, okay. I want to be alone at the back. You begin making um, the walk out of the house, sort of the uh, Ismark, Farthen, uh, Fox, and Magpie carrying the coffin. Sierra and Irina at the front. Just to do a short walk across, like out of the gates of the grounds, and then carrying along. It is dark still. The sun hasn't yet started to rise. Um, all the windows that you see, sort of Sierra and Irina, you two keeping an eye out the front are either curtains are drawn or blinds are shuttered. Um, it is eerily quiet. And it's just still that crying. Still going. That is the only sound you hear as you move through the town. You go past the Blood of the Vine Tavern. It's just as quiet. Door shut. And you start heading further north past the tavern up towards the church. Atop a slight rise against the roots of the massive pillar of stone that, as you follow your eyes up, seems to host atop it a large, elaborate castle, stands a grey, sagging edifice of stone and wood. This church has obviously weathered assaults of evil creatures for centuries on end and is worn and weary. A bell tower rises toward the back, and flickering light shines through the holes in the shingled roof. The rasters strain feebly against their load. As you get closer, Irina and Sierra, you can see at the front, Irina, familiar to you as you've seen this church many times, but there are deep gouges and scratch marks across the stone and wood of the doors. This is through centuries and you've heard the tales many times this church has come under attack as a bastion of the morning lord and faith in this area in the shadow of castle ravenloft it's comforting in a way to see the scars of previous battles and know that this building is still here Imagine. Wait, uh, get attacked a lot? Is that a normal thing? I wouldn't say a lot, but this land is not particularly friendly to beacons of light. The Morning Lord perhaps is in opposement to most things that Our Lady Strahd might stand for. As such, it is occasionally attempted to be destroyed, but you know, it's fine, it's good. But she can't do it? <laughs> Not yet. Maybe, uh, 
Maybe we can make some changes about that. Are you particularly religious? Mm, not necessarily, but uh, have been known to be called bright, at least. A very pleasant nickname indeed. Certainly better than trouble. I wouldn't necessarily say you're trouble. Oh, I didn't say it was inaccurate. That's what you think, then. Um, who gave you that nickname? Lord Ripley seems uh, to enjoy the uh, nicknames for all approach to life. actually the nicknames not just the nickname trouble i don't mind it as long as i am bringing trouble to the right people in the right places then i think it's a fairly fitting moniker yes and bright is definitely good for you thank you you are a sunny kind of person Refreshing in a place like this. That's the goal. We should see if the father is home. Yeah, oh. You sort of arrive at the front of the church. The door is uh, slightly ajar. Um, and you can hear a sort of very soft, soft sound of someone speaking within. There's Mark. Uh, so I think we can... Uh, maybe set him down for a moment and bring the coffin down, rest it gently on the ground. Uh, I will stay here if you want to go in and uh, see if the if Donovich is ready. I mean, is your. Uh... I will go with you. I was speaking to Larina. <laughs> well, I knew that. I was trying to not be rude, brother. But if you wish to see our bastion of faith and light, be my guest. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. What was so that? demonic. <laughs> no, no, you dude, we're just getting back, getting back in the box. <laughs> back in the box. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who? <laughs> Tell us something innocent. <laughs> Who's heading into the church? I will. I'll step in with her. I'll stay with the body. Such a hard choice. Stay with the corpse, go into the shitty church. <laughs> do, do they look like they want company? What, uh, Ismark? And no, what are you all, um, Sierra and... Irina and Sierra. I'm not opposed. Not opposed. Yeah, Magpie will follow them in. Yeah. Just the like, idea... Look at the coffin and look at the church and like... Mm. <laughs> Maybe don't stay with the dead body. Leaving Farthen with Ismark is hilarious. The <laughs> fox gonna come too. <laughs> okay, it. so we'll... we'll as you... Uh, or do you head in? 
Um, is there anything Father wants to discuss with his mark while they're gone? No. He no. just sort of yep. stands. No. Just He's that very, gonna... like, uh, just like, there's a so... nod. Just a, like, a Sorry firm, like, a set of, like, hmm. mm-hmm. nod to yep. you. Yep. Yep. Do you, uh, favor a spear as a weapon or uh, oh this uh <laughs> no normally i'm an axe man myself yeah uh, find a, find a hefty axe good swing yes. or not well, very very versatile weapons you know not just as a weapon but well yeah they're good outside at chopping it. all things well, I mean, yeah. like trees and uh doors and uh, uh arms legs heads yeah. Yeah, they're really, they're rather, like, special. Yeah, yeah, no, they're oh. good, they're good. Well, uh, we'll uh, have to see if we can get you another axe. Yeah, well, I, 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 you, you said there was um some uh, shop or something in town that we might forget equipment. Yes. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll have a peruse. That'll, uh, that'll be good for you. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean we, yeah, we, 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 I picked up this spear in the spooky house. Because, oh. you know, well... All of our personal belongings went, um, they, well, they weren't there. So oh. I needed something to, um, well, stab things with. Uh, looks like you you made, made do well enough. You're here. Your friends are here. Well, most of them. Oh, uh, my, my apologies. Well, I uh, didn't know her very long, but... You know, she did die in my arms and her legs were oh. cut off by an oh. evil door with spinning blades of death. <laughs> it was quite dramatic, you would say. Yeah. No, it wasn't wasn't fun. I feel like the recording needs to know that we're all just trying <laughs> so hard. Definitely to keep it together. Having silent breakdowns. <laughs> Uh, Ismark just goes sounds bad and just kind of turns and looks, <laughs> <laughs> looks elsewhere what a nice tree uh, wow <laughs> also her legs never got cut off his memory is exaggerating <laughs> her legs got cut off no they didn't No, they didn't. I genuinely thought they got severed from her body. I thought. Father just forgets not everyone's as tall as he is. And... No, I genuinely thought that as I went through the door, that her no, legs got no. cut off. No, 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 no. That would have been woof. Um, what everywhere? Uh, weaponry, by the way. Um, Irina has like is wearing black and and like all of her. Sort of cloth bits of her clothing are very drab. Yes, but she is also uh, wearing a sword on her belt, um, which looks suspiciously like she may have taken it from either Ismark or her father's room. Yeah, it's a it's a clearly like a sword that is well made, but it is old. Like it is the metal is like somewhat tarnished and. Um, the leather worn, but like to a point where it's actually quite quite comfortable. It just got to eventually get to the point where it fits your hand more than uh, your your brother's. 
but the four of you head into the church. The doors open as you enter to reveal a 10 foot wide, 20 foot long hall leading to a brightly lit chapel. The hall itself is unlit and there is a strong reeking smell of mildew as you enter. Four doors, two on each side of the hall, lead to adjacent chambers. As you head towards the chapel, you can see it is strewn with debris, what appears to be shattered and broken pews uh, scattered about the place. And kneeling at the altar, you can see an uh, elderly mouth or balding head um, kneeling in prayer at the altar. Irina's gonna sort of head towards the altar and like kneel down next to uh, Father Donovich yeah. and, and just like do a little quick prayer um, and not interrupt him but sort of make her presence there known in the sort of most gentle way possible. As you sort of uh, enter in, you know, there is like almost an obscene amount of candles lit. It is like Phantom of the Opera's lair levels of just why are there so many candles here? <laughs> Um, yeah, it, like it is, especially given how much like debris and like ruined bits of wood there are everywhere. It is just all incredibly brightly lit. Stay as far away from candles as possible. Yeah, they're mostly focused around like the outside of the room, so like you know, being in the center is fine. I'll post in Discord what Father Donovich looks like for your guys' benefit, and the listeners can go fuck themselves. <laughs> I'll definitely keep that bit in. <laughs> oh, wow. Goodness me. Oh, incredible. I mean, I can't tell if he looks evil or really nice. He's a beautiful sad. vacancy behind the eyes. Yeah. Um, Dead inside. I don't think that makes you evil. I just think that makes you, you know, a person that's been through 2020. Considering the narrative in the original Strahd. Understandable. Irina, as you uh, approach the altar, um, you can see as well, they're like, the pews are in shambles and like broken and splintered bits of wood are scattered all about. As you approach the altar, you can see there are deep claw marks scratched in it. Um, As you sort of kneel by Father Donovich, he... Oh. Irina, it is... uh... Good to see you. Um, I... I'm sorry, Father Donovich. I did not mean to startle you. It is, it is, it is fine. It is fine. Um, I, I got word from your, from your brother. That, uh, yes, we can. Um, once, once dawn comes, we can begin the ceremony. That is good. Ismark was worried when we did not hear back from you. I, I, I apologize, my child. I have been. Uh, deep in prayer to the morning lord all all night uh, for the past several days for your father. It is much appreciated. Was there a particular problem in the church? The uh, pews seem to be less in number than I remember. Simply, um, we know the terror that our 
the devil can bring upon those who are close to the light. Cruel words were never spoken. Mm. Is there anything you wish us to do to prepare? Um, as is, uh, I am, I, I am, I am just me. I am afraid that this church, I have not been able to uh, prepare the grave as would normally be done. Um, but uh, I want to remember both you and your brother have a, a strong arm. Um, we do, that... and we may have brought some help in that regard. I thought Donovich turns. Oh! <sighs> the interesting help you have found, Irina. We live in interesting times, Father Donovich. Yes. But um, yes, let us not let us not dither any longer. And he uh, stands. He sort of seems to be quite wary of um, the three of you in here who are uh, not native Barovians, and sort of takes a wide berth going round. Uh, this review. Let's uh, hurry. We do not need to, to waste any time. There are uh, equipment for digging in the in the in the churchyard itself. He starts hurrying you all out of the the church. Irina like turns back to the altar and finishes her prayer before she gets mm-hmm. up and goes towards the doors again. Yeah. Do you guys wait for Irina? Sure. Yeah. 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 Can everyone make me a perception check? Who's inside? Oh, that's not a Sierra guy, but that's illegal. <laughs> oh. Me, me too? Yeah, yeah. Not high for Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. 69. 69. Uh, 15. 15. Magpie. As sort of everyone starts getting up and leaving, you sort of give a cursory glance around. And then you think you can just hear a faint scratching noise. You look around, you don't see anything. There's just a... Do you hear that, Fox? Do, do I hear what? Faint scratching. It's not. It's very quiet. Let but... uh, shall we? If you if you would, and Donovich is sort of ushering two of you to to follow out. Can we? Uh, are we not welcome to uh, take some time? Maybe. Well, I would pray uh, in your church. Believe you wouldn't want to keep Irina and Ismark waiting for the burial of their father. I don't know. Irina's still praying over there. Maybe we want to join her. This is this is after Irina has like stood up and, and started leaving. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, I, Irina's gonna come join these two and be like, "Thank you for your patience, friends. I appreciate it very much." More than welcome. Is there a problem? Not at all. I just didn't want to keep you and your brother waiting. Then we should all go outside. 
Dominic looks Absolutely, great. after after the two of you. Where are my manners and hold the door open for? <laughs> yeah, this was like um, you only heard the scratching magpie you heard in the actual like, main chapel itself. Um, if you've like sort of headed out, you do I, not I couldn't any. pinpoint it any more than that though. No. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Irina's gonna like take Father Donovich's arm very gently and sort of like lead him with her out of the church. Yeah. Reluctantly, like but give one glance back inside and then follow. Mm -hmm. Um, when when everyone is outside, um, yeah, they, they're just gonna find Father and his mark. Oh uh, yeah, so I, I, I do rather like apples. They, I've got to say, they are my absolute favorite. Right, background <laughs> just for awkward conversation. Um, yeah, yo, uh, we don't I mean, like we don't get much uh, fruit. Yeah, no, it's a shameless. You gotta love a yeah. bit of fruit every now and then. It's just, it's just really not a brightness up your day. Have you tried, you know, grapes in porridge? I mean, it sounds really weird, I... but you like put them in, and then you like, it's like. It's like a little burst of juice in your mouth. It's like it's See, real un good. Unfortunately, the only place that um, that has grapes in the valley is is the winery, and oh, well, that's they use them for their for their wine making. I don't. I've never tried to just buy the grapes. Oh, maybe you should try. I, I like a good grape. A good grapes. A good grape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, uh, Father? If you find yourself at the winery, put in an order of grapes for his mark. Well, I will. Um, I will do that, sir. I, I will. Yep. Thank you, friend. Good to see that you two are getting along. Oh, you're back. Right. Um, <laughs> what's the news? I uh, so, yeah, Father, you see this this uh, man now entering, exiting with the rest of them. And he, like, looks at you with just a look of, what the hell? Uh, Rowan. I, I don't have to go anywhere. I just wanted to say Fox didn't leave the church. Okay. You have not heard anything. Is worth. Uh... Yeah, I say Donovich. If Donovich will know you haven't left, because you know Fox is noticeable, and it's <laughs> no. kind of just sort of standing in the doorway, but seems does seem to currently be a bit preoccupied by the Minotaur. Um. What's the name of the What's the name of the preacher man? Um, um and hello um Mr Father Donovich. Uh, and hello 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 to you. Um You see father, I told you we had brought help with the grave digging problem. Oh oh you need a whole dog. Right, right. If you wouldn't right, mind um, some assistance, Father would be greatly appreciated. Oh, yeah, no no, I can I can uh, do that. Just uh point point where and just sort of raises a hand and sort of points around the um, sort of the right-hand side of the church. There's like a, a dirt path that leads up and around the side, and you can sort of just looking out make sort of the hint of like a iron fence that seems to be beyond there. Uh, the the churchyard is uh, just just that way. Oh, um, uh, 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 yeah, uh, lead lead the way, uh, uh, Father Sir. Because uh, yeah. you see him go and sort of turn sharply back towards the air hole. Fox, what have you been doing in this time? 
I know I didn't hear anything, but Magpie did tell me. Yeah. So I'm going to be trying to investigate and see if there's anything more to this church than meets the eye. Yeah. Uh, make an investigation check. What Are you, like, uh, going into other rooms, or are you just staying in the main, like, chapel area? Start in the chapel area, but if there are other rooms, probably. Yeah, I mean, I can for ease. Um... Oh, I haven't put Islam on this one. Um, show you the layout. Okay. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Magpie noticed the noise in the chapel area, right? Mm hmm. I want to start there and see if I can see anything that might yeah. lead me to either of the rooms off to the side yeah make a make an investigation check it's a natural 20 for a 23 total okay. oh damn you talk uh as like see like leaving you basically do that thought like yes yes i'm walking with you on that side step um and start <laughs> sort of, uh investigating around right there like the basically the walls of this chapel are lined with candles um, so, like, you have great visibility of everything, but uh, getting too close might cause a fire, like, fire hazard. Um, yeah. Which I imagine Fox want to avoid, which does make things difficult. But you are confident getting towards the room very quick once over, wanting to not take too much time, lest uh, you draw attention to yourself. Uh, confident that there is nothing from here leading off. You can see that behind the altar there is a rope. That seems to lead up to the bell tower, which is like also you can pull the rope to ring the bell. Um, but there's like there are windows and sort of the pews are all like mostly all destroyed, and there are deep claw marks in many of them where they are broken. But you do not see any other like uh, exits or secret doors or similar. Okay. Um. So, there aren't any rooms off to like any side rooms or not off of the main chapel. They are there are ones off of the corridor. I probably um, would go have a glance into those at least. Yeah, I'd say as you are stepping in here, can you make me a stealth check just to see how this works in regards to Donovich's perception? Uh, that's a twenty-three total. Twenty-three. Did Donovich um, fully leave the church? He's in the doorway. Oh, right, okay. Because um, he he and Irina were leaving before Magpie. Yeah, but he's like, so then... he has like stood at the door. He is very pointed, pointedly not leaving this church with not having all of you like accounted for. Gotcha. Um, let me see. I say you can, you can open a door, I would say, before Donovich turns around. Okay. Pick a door, any door. Got four doors to pick from. I'll roll a d4. Uh, that one. Okay. I just punched my microphone. That's going to be great on the audio. <laughs> uh, let's see. Cut it out. So, as you sort of carefully creak open the door to this room, it's a... 
30 room containing a wooden bed with a straw filled mattress next to which rests a small table with an oil lamp burning brightly on it mounted on the bed's headboard is a wooden sun's shaped holy symbol which you've seen the iconography of within the uh, the chapel area as well okay nothing really too much of note there if i no. can't get away with another door before he comes be annoying I might head out. yeah so you start like Kelly as you sort of like uh I'd say you get you close the door and are basically now like walking sort of um away from it out of the chapel as he like whirls around uh, uh, please please and sort of gestures quite firmly for you to all step right, out all right I'm coming <laughs> okay uh, yeah and as uh Fox steps out, you see him turn, pull the doors to, and lock the church doors behind him. Can I whisper to Magpie without attracting too much attention? Yeah, I think you guys can, like, very easily kind of walk off a little bit and. Um, what's Father, not Magpie? Yeah, you kind of sort of step away as Donovich is locking the doors. I couldn't find anything, but there's three more doors in there I didn't have time to check. See, maybe if we get another chance, we should. That was peculiar. He's acting very strange as well, and not just like, oh, I've got to do a funeral strange. Yes, the churches usually have this many candles. Oh, I've never really been a churchgoer, but uh, I don't think anywhere should have that many candles. <laughs> He's got a point. <laughs> Fox, yep. bear of fire, <laughs> everybody. Roll credits. It's a really long middle name at this point. <laughs> <clears throat> With everyone out of the church and the doors now locked, uh, Adonovich starts a bit more, less um, cagey than he was before now, a bit more sort of like, ah, well, yes, let's, um, you know, his voice is hoarse and ragged. Uh, let's, um, if you, if you will, follow me up, up this path and sort of his mark uh, turns to uh, you guys, Father and Magpie and Fox, like, uh, if we're, we're able. Oh, right, yeah. Gestures at, gestures at the coffin. Uh, and get it up and start heading up the path toward the churchyard. So a fence of wrought iron with a rusty gate encloses a somewhat rectangular plot of land behind the dilapidated church. Tightly packed gravestones fill the ground as well as some uh, some mausoleums that have long since had their family names weathered away by the elements. All seems quiet. As you sort of enter in the gates, sort of very loudly creaking against the quiet of the pre-dawn night, as he starts to. Ooh, that's the wrong. That's not to be playing. Um, he starts leading you uh, up the path, round to a plot of land that seems to have already been marked out. There are sort of the bits of twine with uh, markers laid out to create a plot of land amongst several other 
plots. Irina and Ismarked are familiar with this plot. It is the sort of family um, plot. There are like your various ancestors have been buried here previously as well. Um, the gravestones are all worn and brittle stone. But uh, here, here is the. Uh, here is what I've I've marked out for him. But I apologize again. I have not been able to do the work myself. So, so right. Um, you got a shovel. Uh, uh, yes, yes, and he sort of uh, very hurriedly leads you farther, and, uh, and uh, Ismark comes with you as well, which is set down the um, to a shed within the graveyard that has. Um, again has another like padlock on it that he unlocks opens and inside are gardening tools as well as um some beaten but like in that kind of like old tool that's so old that it's clearly very reliable um set of spades and Ismark takes one hands you the other and you both head back up and can start digging as the sun is starting to to rise once more um a somewhat uh, uncomfortable, uncomfortable sight for everyone, uh, seeing this grave be dug. Um, yeah, because we're not used to that. Well, yeah, but it's, it's that's why it's uncomfortable, Rowan, because it's like this <laughs> happened yesterday, and already Father's digging another grave. So that's, how many has he dug in like forty-eight hours? This Four. is this is the fourth in forty-eight yeah. hours. Can we make at least one per day? <laughs> Be making a habit of this if you don't mind. Father can start a business soon about grave digging. Grave um, digger. Yeah, with with Ismark's help, it doesn't take too long. Um, whereas before, um, you were sort of the only person with the like endurance as well as the strength necessary to really like get going. Ismark is able to to match you, and it goes it goes a lot quicker than your previous times. Um. But once the, the grave is dug, uh, I say, yeah, Ismark will then like hop out and basically think of very then awkwardly um, trying to pass the uh, coffin to you in the grave, Father, and then does he not lower it have, down. Yeah, I was about to say, do, you, do they not have like ropes to lower it down? Nope. Oh, well, that's not useful. It is, yeah, this has not got the usual dressings of a proper funeral. Uh, but once that is done, the, the coffin is lowered. You are given a handout. Uh, Donovich has been muttering uh, prayers um, mostly to himself. He's not sort of doing that normal like thing that you would get at a funeral or someone projecting the prayers out to everyone. They've been very insular in the morning, Lord. May you watch over us and all that, all your children through this long night. Um, but as like Ismark gets like helps father out and moves around, brushes the the dirt off himself. Um, Places a hand on Donovich's shoulder and sort of, it's, it's okay. It uh, gets him to go quiet. Um, Irina, you were always better at this than I was. Irina's going to sort of uh, walk up. Uh, to the the sort of top of the grave and look down for a moment and then consider her clothes uh, almost as if she's like trying to 
distract herself from the moment where she has to say something. Um, it seems appropriate that morning be observed in black, the color of darkness and despair. Laying my father to the earth and his eternal rest, the world the world itself seems darker than before. But this is not a place unfamiliar with the darkness, and people like my father have taught us how to resist it. Light does not have to be bright, she looks at Sierra and smiles, or big or bold to stave off the dark. Merely needs to be ever-present in ourselves. Darkness is defeated through truth and integrity, through courage and the willingness to act for what is right, through compassion and its wisdom, through the responsible performance of duties, and through the recognition of justice in honorable deeds. This dawn in our Church of the Morning, Lord. I remember these resistances, and I pledge myself to the upholding of them. My father was honest and brave and kind. He was a man of honor and of duty. He was also a man of books, and he taught me well to love the poets and their lessons. Lessons I will carry with me through my life and in doing so continue my father's legacy. I hope that he and all those that need to hear my words now and know them to be truer than most things in this world or the next. And she puts her hand in her pocket and pulls out a little piece of paper, which she sort of unfolds, uh, and then she reads the next bit. Um, and it's clearly something that she knows well, but doesn't feel that she trusts herself in this particular moment not to get right if she didn't write it down. The star of the unconquered will, he rises in my breast, serene and resolute and still, and calm and self-possessed. And thou too, whoever well thou art, that Readest this brief psalm. As one by one thy hopes depart, be resolute and calm. Oh, fear not in a world like this, and thou shalt not ere long. Know how sublime a thing it is to suffer and be strong. And she puts the piece of paper away and sort of... On cue, dawn breaks. And it has Eva's muted and sad as dawn always is in Barovia. But sort of the light, what little there is, creeps across the horizon falling on the graveyard. And a beam rests on you, Irina. And the grave of your father still open. And you feel warmth 
And then you start to smell smoke. As you hear a as in the grave buried now, you see licks of fire as your father's coffin ignites. No. Oh, you you all that? see this. <laughs> His mark looks. Uh, Donovich is just looking at the fire, wide-eyed. Hey, what is this? Is this? Is this? Is her? Still, you see, his mark now looking up at the sky. Is this who? The castle. Um, who makes trouble? Out? Or, or with you? Um, what? And then, just as quickly as it erupted, the fire dies, and there is. Nothing in the grave but ash. Blessing. You know what power she has over those that have passed. Mm. This way there is nothing for her to use against us. Uh, Magpie, as this is happening, you start to hear hooves and creaking of wood. And you turn and glance and see starting to make its way up the path, just about to head into the within the fence is a horse-drawn carriage the horses and carriage itself both black as night as a Ismark friends of yours Ismark turns and stands in front of Irina putting himself between her and the carriage I would guess not and the carriage starts to pull as close. You all now sort of hear it and see the carriage approaching. Marlon's going to try and subtly, like, prepare his spear. Like, he's just going to mm-hmm. hold it in his hand ready. Yeah, just sort of relax, but have, like, both hands sort of ready. Well, he's got one hand, he's got a shield. Yeah. Um, the carriage pulls up and stops about, sort of, you know, uh... 30 or so feet away from the grave and the door opens and stepping out you see a tall uh, humanoid figure as they step out from behind the door you see distinctly elven features sort of dark um, bluish grey skin those of you from outside Broby would recognise being somewhat of the pallor of a winter elf the elves in Yord having very sort of uh, seasonal uh, affiliation to them. As this man steps out and looks directly at you, Irina, and there's a slight twitch of a smirk. 
My Lady Strand wanted to make sure that we paid all due respect to the passing of such a man as your father. And he gives her a deep bow. I am Rohardin, Chamberlain to Countess Strad von Zarevich, and I am here to pay Our Lady's deepest condolences to the passing of your father, Irina, and his mark. I believe I misheard you. You said that you are Riarden, but I Rahardin. think what you actually mean is you are leaving now. She turns to just smiles and laughs at you and turns to Ismark. I believe that you are the new lord here now. Ismark just stone-faced. I suggest you do what my sister said. Mm. Rahardin just rolls his eyes. Well, I trust you understand that your responsibility as Lord comes with requirements of tax collection and all that wonderful bookkeeping. Personally, I'm more interested by all these new friends of yours you have. At that, Fodman's going to step forward and like, present the shield and ready the spear and just go, He said, leave. <laughs> Oh, I like this one. He is a fighter, I can tell. What is your name? Tall cow man. Uh, something in the region of fuck off, prick. Unfortunate parents, then. And the rest of you, I believe... What have we here? Halfling? Obviously. And half-elf, I'm guessing, by the looks of things. We could be cousins, or we know. Distant, of course. And... More distant, the better. I'd hope so. I'd hate to share your nose. How dare you. <laughs> And to continue to be able to see yours. We all must take our uh, difficulties in life. And you look at you, Magpie. You are something interesting. Elven, I would think, yes, but uh, something a bit more. A bit more what? Well. More impressive. I hardly need compliments from the likes of you. You have come here and crashed a funeral. Please leave. I am simply here fulfilling the wishes of Our Lady. As, well, subjects and guests in her realm, you are all under her care. And... Best not to ruin that. Yep, no, piss off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
No, yeah, keep going. <clears throat> Farland's going to start, like, moving forwards, shield presented, and just sort of trying to push this guy back into his check mm-hmm. carriage. He, like, he's, like, steps back in a kind of a, a quite relaxed pose. And you sort of do you notice at his side are a pair of scimitars. As you sort of, like, come close. You're pointing the spear at him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And presenting the shield. Yeah. How close are you getting? Excellent question. I mean, he's gonna. Father's gonna try and like force him back, like approaching him, and so essentially, like, yeah, like as like he he does not move as you come closer, and as you sort of start to get like close up to him, he just goes, like raises an eyebrow, and you start to hear voices in your head, Father. A building cacophony of shrieks. Uh, can you make me a wisdom saving throw, please? Oh. <laughs> ah, memories. Eleven! <laughs> Eleven. He just, like, looks at you and this sh- shrieks build. You feel them wrenching through your mind as you take... Uh, 19 points of psychic damage. 19? 19. Right. Oh, oh. That's, uh... Spicy. Mm. That's a spicy uh, meatball. Do you, I keep pushing forward? Yeah. Yeah. What is like what is Father's max HP is uh, at the point of thirty five. He's now down 35. to sixteen. Oof. Yeah, that's um as you sort of like kind of you like are you gonna try and basically like grapple him and like push him essentially? No, Father's gonna tr- stop where he is. Mm-hmm. But he's not gonna put down the spear or the shield. Yeah. You can still hear that like it's a lot quieter now. It's not as like that shriek in your ear, but just very faintly. You just hear almost like that. You know the Nazgul shrieks. That, but if there were like hundreds of them all at once, just very softly now in the back of your mind, you just lose your nerve. No, just being polite. They said mm. leave. Just a little bit of a. Nosebleeds there, I think. (sighs) Father's not flinching. No. Oh, very well. I'll leave you to your sorrow and misery. Boring company, anyway. Taxes are due on the first of the month. I trust you won't forget. And Rahadin turns and climbs back within the carriage. You said there's no uh, driver on this carriage. Um, But there's a sound of the horses and start turning around and like so the window is down you see Rahad as he goes by waves um in a very sort of mocking like uh almost like that kind of royal wave as he goes by and gives a, a mock salute Fox waves back <laughs> Irina glares at Fox or Rahad and... uh, at Rahad <laughs> <laughs> definitely not at Fox <laughs> greatly appreciate it uh, 
as um, yeah, he... yeah as, as he as he goes away and as soon as he's sort of like the carriage is like much further down the hill, yeah it leaves yeah fa- it leaves father's gonna around. sort of just go oh god <laughs> he's gonna yeah sort... father turns around like you see father's eyes are like bloodshot and there is like a trickle of like a small trickle of blood coming out of his nose <laughs> Oh, he was What's nice. What's going on? Alright, buddy. You good, Tony? I've been better. Mm. I think. What happened? All you did was walk towards him. Um. I, I don't know. He got very, very loud. Very quickly. Did you not hear the screaming? No. She's gonna go did. up to Father and just sort of put her hand on his arm and say like thank you. And he's gonna regain ten hit points. Hey! Beat <laughs> me to it, alright. <laughs> Would have had to have been like his. It was a nice oath there, so yeah. yeah. I was like I'll like I'll keep an eye on Rowan throughout that being like, when is Rowan gonna be like uh <laughs> To be fair, Rowan guessed yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I think it will be difficult to keep that uh, completely under wraps. In, in Essa's defense, they didn't tell me. I just guessed. Yeah. Wait, um, what's this? Sorry, I, I missed it. I was putting it out. Um, but... So, the Irina's speech at her father's funeral was also her paladin oath. Yes, so uh, Irina, uh, Irina is a paladin. Uh, oath of? Uh, devotion, I believe. Nice. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? I saw. I assume you will uh, fill in the grave. And yeah, yeah. Um, but is there anything else anyone would like to do in the yard before? Would you like to just head back down the? Where's where's the, church? the um, preacher man? Is he? Donich, he is just like he is basically in like since the the fire happened, he went like wide eyed and was in shock, and then uh, hasn't really taken his eyes off that eyes still wide, just looking at the grave. Even throughout the whole situation with Rahardin just then. Uh, Fox is going to walk up to Donovich and like put a hand on his shoulder and just... <laughs> this is why you shouldn't light so many candles. Clearly <laughs> 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 you are uh, not a follower of the Morning Lord. That was, as Irina said, clearly a sign from our Lord. His, his blessed light still looks over us all. I can see you're not from somewhere where people burning and turning to ash is a bad thing. It shows that our Lord has not abandoned us and that there is hope and power still in him. Yes, yes. Maybe you say Lord. so. So, as you all begin to head out, leaving the graveyard behind. That is a good place, I think, to take a break. Hello, people. A strange man visited me in a dream and told me of a way you can support us here in Barovia called Patreon.com. He said to head on over to Patreon.com forward slash Stringer Inc. and sign up for as little as £2 a month. You can directly support the show by signing up to be a victim, like the rest of us here in Borovia, or whatever an honorary stringer is. 
You can gain access to maps, DM notes, and other bonus content, as well as early access to episodes like this one. You can contribute to the ongoing misery that is inflicted on us on a day-to-day. Hey, wait, what is this? I'm not reading this. Did she send this? Sign up now to fund the revolution against Strahd, friends. Together, we can seize the means of production and tear it down, Castle Ravenloft. They cannot stop us all. We have nothing to lose but... Become a patron today at patreon.com forward slash stringer inc. Now, be good and enjoy the rest of the episode. Hi there, DM String here, just to let you know about changes being made to our episode release schedule. Starting from next week, Edge of Night episodes are going to be released on a weekly basis. They will now be shorter, with me splitting each session into two parts, but the quicker release schedule means you'll be getting just as much Edge of Night content per month as you always have, just in far easier to digest chunks. This is being done to, bizarrely, cut down on editing strains. Editing a whole three hour long podcast at once is a lot for my poor little machine, and so editing just over an hour or so each week uh, should cause me to get way less errors than moments where I think the whole editing session is lost, which is never fun. Thank you for listening. I'll let you get back to the episode and I will see you next week. Bringing ourselves back into it. Welcome back. The party have just, I guess, technically now buried um, what remains of uh, Irene and Ismark's father and are now making your way down uh, back in the direction of the church. What is everyone's plan? Are you just going back to like Ismark is Ismark seems to be under the assumption of mentioning Ismark. It's like, well, you're well, of course all welcome back in in our home. Or if you wish to go elsewhere or, or look for supplies at uh, Bildraff, that is uh, that is fine as well. Oh well, um, uh, uh, I need to check a thing because I don't know. I don't think I do. More than money. Tell people to the uh, Bildrath's store. I'm sure that he will welcome me in with open arms, as he always does. I think Farthen's just remembered something. Oh. Fox. Twenty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. You, you said you had money, right? You've got money. I, I don't have any money, so um, I, I was. This not gave us ten gold. What did you? Yeah, do you with have it? you have ten gold, father. Oh, I do. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. nice. Seven. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. Ten gold. Oh, that's that's oh, okay. I'm not smart in real life, apparently, and also as father. I'll hold on to that for you if you like, Robin. Well, uh, oh, it's a very kind offer, but, um, well, uh, uh, yeah, no, I've got, I've got it for now, I think. Um, well, I'm going to go down to, what is the name of the shop? Uh, Bildrath Mercantile. Yeah, what what he said. I'll, I'm going to go there and um, I'm going to see if we've got an axe, because, you know, speed's all good, but axes. Seems more of your speed. Yeah, right. Um, wh- where is it? Uh, it's uh, just opposite the tavern. I can show you. Oh, brilliant. Oh, much, much appreciated. 
or I'd love to accompany you, Father, but, um, or I was wondering if I could ask uh, Father Donovich here to tell me more about this morning, Lord. I'd be really fascinated to learn. If he's a, um, <laughs> primary god here, I think it would be pertinent to offer up a prayer now that we're no longer holding things up. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good point. That too. Make make a deception check. Uh, one. <laughs> I'd say Fox with advantage for Magpie kind of being like, oh yes, because of these reasons. Um, <laughs> Fucking sus. Uh, in, uh, deception. That was a uh, twenty-five total. Twenty-five. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, Mark is like, yeah, you do you. Um, I will be. Uh, I, anyone else wants to come to the shops, I will be showing Father. Um, Father Donovich kind of like looks, and there's like a. I'm sure I can show you some. Give um, <clears throat> uh, you a, a basic um, explanation of, of our Lord and, and his practices, yes. Very much Very obliged. Of you. Yes. Um. Well, come, come, come. Uh, who is, uh, who's going where? Father, you're going to the Bildrafts. Fox and Magpie, you're going back to the church. Irina and Sierra, what are you doing? I think definitely do with some clothes that are a little bo- bit more. <laughs> My speed. I mean, if you're looking for colours. I would rather not uh, head home just yet. I think that company would be appreciated. So, yes. so you uh, want to go to the church? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Donovich That's seems kind. less. We don't know where we're going afterwards. Yeah, we've only Don- got a strength of seven each. <laughs> the, himbo- the paladin will stay with the twinks. Yeah. Oh no! Now oh. the himbos now outnumber the twinks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, are you counting Ismark as a himbo? Ah, uh, that's yeah. Ismark is a himbo. Um, I mean, he's stronger than both of us combined. Yeah. He's not a twink. No, he's team, team not. Him, like full team himbo is going shopping. Um, <laughs> team himbo. I don't think Irina. Irina doesn't quite count as a himbo because she's not no. an idiot. Um, <laughs> very much not. Uh, uh, Irina is the middle ground. <laughs> Irina has. Irina has the brain cell. Irina has the brain cell. <laughs> Father very much does not. <laughs> no. Uh, we will start then with. Uh, the church go past that first and the rest of you carry on with Ismark off to Bildrath's uh, Ismark sort of just seems to be just complaining about Bildrath most of the rest of the way sort of just a crotchety old miser who will never give an inch in terms of prices and is ridiculous um, but as you reach the church doors uh, Irina, Magpie and Fox Fosdolovich pulls out this ring of keys and well, you see, the 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 worship of the of, of the morning lord has um, been in the valley since, uh, well, reportedly since before Strad came here long, long ago, um, and she has never been able to crush 
the faith here. Um, though many, many times she has tried, and she uh, gestures at uh, he gestures at the uh, scratches and uh, ruin against the walls. Uh, yes, I I did notice those. What exactly caused them? Uh, may I ask? The devil sends many creatures of the night to assail the church, but they have never been able to destroy it or destroy the faith of the people of Blorovia. And he manages to, with a bit of a shunt, get the door open um, and steps in. Yes, yes, the morning lord is, is strong and will not be defeated by some creature like her. Is she a creature or is she a person? She is a creature of hell, the devil itself come to this land. She is like staff and, and write letters and seems to have some sort of limits. The devil can play many tricks, do not fall for them. And he sort of starts like gestures for you all to come inside and, and pushes the door shut behind and leads you into the uh, the chapel. Please, please, take take a seat. I will uh, begin. Uh, it's been, been a, a many times since there's been a sermon to the morning lord here, but his light shines now on us all. Hopefully not so strongly. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a... Yeah. <laughs> A true display of his power in the face of the devil's minions. Uh, as he like, sort of takes his place at the altar, sort of very uh, absentmindedly, as uh, you guys just going to stay while he uh, evangelizes? Irina's uh -huh. gonna like go kneel at the altar and pray and keep an eye on the other two and if they feel like if they look like they're trying to sneak away she's gonna try and distract Father Donovan so that they can do hey. whatever it is they clearly want to do in the church does he look distracted is he, he is, looking at the, he is the, like, the window he is or? like very absent minded and like is just sort of like uh, seems to be like looking across the entire like chamber like he there is, is full of people that he's currently talking to you reckon that, like, if you're quick, but, like, sort of don't draw too much attention to yourself, you could probably sneak off. Um, you two give me stealth checks. Irina, give me a perception check. Because you have to be able to notice that they're trying to leave. I think I've ever had three rolls so good in a row in my life. <laughs> uh, Fox? Uh, that was just a 13. 13? Uh, that was a 19. 19? Irina? 13. 13. So you just, like, out the corner of your eye spot Fox. Um, just starting to, like, slowly back away. Um, like, nearly catches himself on a uh, destroyed pew and is like... <laughs> Like gives like a snags his uh, shirt. Did did Donovan sleep? Uh, Irina, are you going? Are you going to try and distract? 
Yeah, I'm I'm gonna try and distract him. Uh, Father okay. Donovich, perhaps you could uh, help me with uh, something. I was wondering if there was any particular uh, rites of the Morning Lord that I should be practicing before I embark on my journey with my new friends. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and he sort of like starts. Uh, there's a sort of small set of like shelves and cabinets that are like sort of behind the altar. Um, array in places you to get like bits of scripture or uh, there's like a, a very tattered and uh, dented and dinged sensor in there as well he starts rummaging around and eventually is able to fish out um, a a book and starts like flip, puts it on the altar sort of beckons you to stand next to him starts flicking through and it's like uh, and it's like a passages on sort of the morning lord is like a guardian of travel and um but it's enough time for Fox and Magpie to get into the main hall. I will let you know, by the way, that his passive perception is 12. So... Just got it. Okay. So you guys managed to... Yeah. Hell yeah, we are. So we'll say if we move some things around. Don't have up there with Irina... And you two have gone this way. And as like you guys make your uh, break down, we will cut to Farthen and Sierra with Ismark. Ismark, as he leads you back in sort of the town square proper, uh, gestures to the building that you saw Irina getting kicked out of yesterday. That is uh, Bildras. Uh, best of luck to you. I unfortunately have some uh, a lot of work now I need to attend to, so I will have to uh, make my farewell here, but I hope to see you again before you set off. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it sounds good. Um, good luck with your lots of work. Thank, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, best of luck dealing with him and <laughs> points at the, <laughs> the shop. Why, what's, uh, what's wrong with him? Um... Bildrath is well aware that uh, we don't have much other choice in terms of the store. Many other places have, have closed and shuttered and there isn't any competition to uh, compete with his prices. So he sets them however he likes to squeeze every last copper out of anyone. Uh. That's uh, not not fine. That's not fine. Uh, um, yeah. Well, that's uh. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure we could figure something out. Best of luck to you. Um. Right. Um. Sierra. Yeah. So apart from an axe. Mhm. Do I need anything else? <laughs> Oh, we should not have let the himbos go. Because, you know, I'm feeling... I'm feeling in the mood for a hat. <laughs> I think I have a few. Yeah. Might um, need something, like one that can accommodate your horn. Well, yeah, I have that all like, a small little one to go in between. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were I thought you were gonna get <laughs> Well you 
I thought you were going to get one for each chorus. Oh, that's an idea. Oh, I quite like that idea. Yeah. Yeah, I quite like that idea. Yeah, no. Well, we'll see what he has. Sure. We'll see what he has. Because, yeah. I, I, you see, yeah, I, I, quite, I was a bit partial to um, Foxy's uh, top hat, I must say. It's um, rather dashing, I suppose. <laughs> it might be um, something that I might look into getting. Um, you could have a top hat for each horn. Well, I, I, I would hate to put a hole in them. I mean, they're, they're quite sharp. But, um... Oh well, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, well, we'll see what this um, what was his name again? I do not know. There is a sign. Man, sign, <laughs> but neither of them can read. <laughs> or I mean, Sierra can read. Sierra can read, but it's too high up to her. Uh... Can't count. <laughs> <laughs> neither of us can count. Well, we've gone shopping with a man. Oh no! Who <laughs> likes to get a lot of money? <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, How much no. money do you have? Well, we have this much. Oh, what, what do you know? That it costs much. that much. <laughs> Fancy that. Fancy that. Incredible. Oh, right. So convenient. How how big is the door? Uh, It's going to be a squeeze. <laughs> Put it that way. All right. All right. Let's uh, well, hold it open for him. Does it open outwards or inwards? Uh, inward. Ah. Right. Sure, step through and hold it for yeah. him. There's like a, a dingling of a bell as you open it, going into this very uh, dusty interior. It's a sparse bit of light coming out, but as you push it open, um, there's a dingy, very like poorly lit, hasn't been dusted in a long time, uh, from the looks of it, shop. And there's sort of shelves... Um, all seem to be behind the counter. The counter is very immediate, uh, sort of similar to like a takeaway kind of style, where the counter is like just right up there, and then behind him are a bunch of shelves. Oh. As you see, uh, uh, the bell rings, and emerging from a side room comes a like old, sort of like fifties, like wispy uh, gray hair, sort of slicked back, uh, very pointed features, like well. You're new in town. Well, I gave it away. You're old in town. <laughs> That's a little bit rude. What? It's, it's true. Should I call oh, someone to report a child being kidnapped by a monster in my establishment? Why? Or, uh... That's not very nice to call Sierra a monster. Who are the two of you? Well, I'm uh, I'm Farvin, and um, the little one is Sierra. Um, hmm. We were wondering if we could get some things from your shop. Of course. What is it that you are after? Um, well, um, well, I was... I, w- I was wondering, sir, if you've got any um axes, uh, you know, more of like the war type ones with like big, big heads. Mm. Or just, yeah, a- a- anything like that. I have um, maybe not quite the size looks you up and down you're looking for, but I have some. 
axes used to chop wood that might suit your needs. Want me to use an axe? Indeed it is. And you look like a traveller, sir. Well, well, you're actually saying that we're, we're going on a trip soon. So, um, yeah. Heading heading out on the road, are we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we are. We are. We are. Oh, well, you will certainly need uh, protection on your journey then. Just the two of you. Well, no, it's quite a big group of us, actually. Ah. So, um. And uh, what, what sort of budget are you working with? Well,. Um, well, I got given this many coins. Um, I'm not entirely sure <laughs> how many coins that is, but they're very shiny and they're gold. Yeah. So uh, let, they're, they're like the they like the expensive ones. So I should be able to get quite a bit for that. Well, let me let me have a look at them and uh, and we can see. Um, do you put do you hand over the he's the gonna coin? Just put it on the counter. Yeah. And sort of opens it like, ah. I'm afraid you don't seem to have as much as you would have hoped, my friend. Oh, Uh, that's a a shame. We can, ah. Well, just sort of tugging on Vard and, like, for attention or whatever, just like, and hold up my own little sack of coins. Oh, oh, yeah, my friend's got some as well. So this, it was 20 gold between you. Yep. Yeah, so takes it, <laughs> opens it, looks at it. Ooh, um, I was also wondering if you might, by chance, have some axe that I might be able to peruse. Some axe? Yeah, you know, things what you wear on the top of your head. Oh, axe. Yeah, that's what it. Uh, let me have a look. Um, looks at it. Hmm. <laughs> You are, like, as you clearly uh, well-travelled people. Um, unfortunately, it being such a difficult time upon the town, as I'm sure you've noticed from the ramshackleness outside, uh, prices I do my best to keep them fair. Um, I think for... Uh, not really what we heard, though. From who? Now that would be telling. Oh, well, do not believe everything you hear. Some customers come in thinking they know everything and how things should be, but us behind the counter have to, you know, make sure we can make sh- make ends meet and keep businesses afloat for people. Sure. So sure. <laughs> thought on a meta level of me trying to appeal to Lana's own, like having suffered through customer service. I am. This might just be able to cover an axe. Uh, I see you have some equipment on you. If you are looking to trade, I will happily uh, take this gold and that fine spear of yours, and you can have your axe and the finest hat in the store. Oh. Um. Just give me a moment. And he's going to turn Sierra and he's just like, Is that a good deal? 
Fela, I, I, I don't know. Do you feel this? I don't really know. What? Usually I had a friend who, um, dealt with the money when I was traveling. Yeah. Yeah, normally I just get given it and then I spend it at the pub. I, I don't really do much else. But, like, do we believe him? Or do we believe, you know, our friend? Well, that's a good point. He did say, um, he did say some things. Question. Mm. Answer. What are your passive? What are your passive perceptions? Uh, I believe mine is thirteen. Yes, it is. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. <laughs> is the it guy is. gonna try and fucking just slip some of the coins? I fucking bet he is. Continue. <laughs> um. That's absolutely what's happening. Right. Yeah. Okay. Father's gonna turn back around and go. Well, I, I, I've got to say, um, Mister Shopkeeper, that um, I was led to believe that what I had between myself and my friend here would would be more than enough to get us some supplies. Not just an axe and maybe a hat. You cannot believe everything you hear from disgruntled customers who weren't given everything they wish. I am. It was was actually more than one person, though. No, like, would multiple people have the same story if it weren't true? I am wounded by these lies being spread about me. I am simply trying to make sure that myself and my nephew are able to... to get by. Brought a kid into this. Such a... a glowing lad, you understand. Eats a lot. I'm sure you understand, my friend. He hasn't points at uh, father. What, are you so fat? Not at all, my friend, but do... For my nephew to reach the titan of strength that you are, he requires well, money. Well, it does, and many eggs. Wait, is is that my problem? Am I, do I just not have enough money to be tall? <laughs> that and eggs. It's all about them eggs. Oh, yeah, no, it's mostly fish where I come from. Uh, Makes sense. Uh, that'll do it, fish. They're, they're, not, they're not good for the height, yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, right, um, what were we doing? Um, right, we were doing the we shopping, came, weren't we? We came here for stuff. Yes, uh, axe and a hat. Axe and a hat. Axe and a hat, yeah. So, uh, um, by chance, how, how many gold did we have in our sacks? Uh, allow me to check, and we'll also, like, pull open the... Uh, uh between you, uh, it would appear to be... Ten gold pieces. <laughs> can Father an insight check that? Ah, uh, you can try. Oh, oh the recording. That is a nineteen. Everyone else. Nineteen. Everyone else is just shaking their heads and being so stressed. <laughs> Everyone else. See, this is what happens when you let the himbos go shopping. 
This is like, what happens when you have two. Just wait for another. Here's the thing, you have Fawthan. two characters with some <laughs> intelligence. Here's the thing, Fawthan, Fawthan, like. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, That's as much as you've ever, like. Ten's a lot. That is a lot. Like, that's as many fingers as you have. Yeah. That's a lot of pints of beer. Yeah. Many. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, um, yeah. I assure you, the craftsmanship. Well, is... can I at least look I at this I can act show you first? I... Yes, and I would like to see the hat as well. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love good hat. Uh, he goes like sort of to the back, um, Comes back and he like gone for like a, a a couple <laughs> seconds. Comes back has like a very sort of traditional like uh, fire axe kind of looking thing, sort of a slightly curved wooden handle, sort of very well like you know well maintained and um, and polished, and a very uh, definitely sharp looking uh, edge on the blade sort of places that, and then sort of in a bit of a flourish produces what is basically like a um, you know that like Robin Hood style. Uh, green cap and sort of holds it up. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! There is a feather oh, as well. It's like a, a, a black, a black. Um... Oh, laser pulled his headphones out. Right. Okay. Okay. You guys. The uh, yeah. The hat has like it's a sort of dark forest green with a black raven's feather coming out of it. Oh, Sierra. Oh, that's a very nice hat, Sierra. I quite like that hat. It's very nice. It would suit you. I think so. I think it would suit me very well. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't there something you wanted to get as well? Well, we don't, we don't have enough to really get anything else. Yeah, it's just a bit strange. Because sure, I'm, I'm fairly sure I've done... That's a lot of beer. I mean, you know, I... I can offer you a deal, potentially, yes. You are heading out into the... on the road. Oh, yeah. I, all time to time, get, um... shipments from Valaki of uh, equipment. They have fine smiths and... Wait, isn't that where we're going? What, you are heading to Valaki? Well, um... On the way to Valaki, you will have to pass uh, the Fairfall a large waterfall to cover. You can't miss it. Uh, I was supposed to have received a shipment from Valaki some time ago and relatively recently had a very wet and uh, sorry-looking young man come in and tell me that the shipment had been lost over the, over the falls. Uh, if you were to reclaim my parcels um, in there uh, hopefully stay always wrapped in you know it gets very wet and rainy here in Bolovia so the packages were always sealed properly and waterproof so the content should be wholly intact if you were to retrieve these parcels for me then I could perhaps throw something in for the lady as well well um I mean we've already been Hired for another job, so I don't know if I can take another job on top of another job. If you are heading that way anyway. What, are you sure we are heading that way? Indeed. 
and the road to Valaki can be a terrible thing. It is best not to head out unprepared, yes? Oh, I suppose. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sierra, what do you think? I don't, don't see any reason why we can't. Well, I suppose not. Yeah, all right. We'll uh, have a look around. Yeah, we can, we can have a poke. What, what, what? Is this area dangerous? <laughs> well, I've got to admit, I've for got the, the best For the likes of you, for the likes of you, it will be no problem, I am sure. You look like very smart, competent people. Well, well, well I, I would like to think that of myself. And you would be right to do so, my friend. <laughs> okay. Um. Right. So if I. So that ten gold for the axe and the hat, and if we go get those other parcels for you, you you would put something else as a deal with the axe and the hat, yeah? Yes, and I, you know, if you are welcome to to pay for the axe and the hat now. And then come back with proof of, you know, with my delivery and have your pick of the store for an item for, for yourself, madam. Sound good, Cheryl? I mean, what if there's nothing here that's the sort of thing I'm after? Well, she got a also, point. Also, we'd, we'd need something to carry the parcels in. Ooh, it's also a good point. Yeah, I can perhaps I can perhaps throw in a rucksack, a backpack of some of some kind. I think I'd have one. Yes, I believe I have one big enough that should hold the parcels. Oh no! I was just thinking about um, Bertie's papoose, <laughs> but for Sierra in this case, stick her in the backpack. <laughs> well, if she ever gets tired, you know, just, just go on, hop yeah. on. Just so, uh, what are what are Father and Sierra doing? Are they taking the deal for a, a, an axe, a hat, and a backpack? For offing, definitely offing, ten that's gold. That's a very good deal. Offering that's a very yeah, good deal. Okay. He sort of uh, places the hat on the table with the axe. It takes the two pouches. Um, it's been a pleasure. Doing business with Father's going to pick up the hat, put it on his head, and uh, oh, 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 yes. Oh, yes. Incredibly fetching. <laughs> Have a good day now. Right, right and he's going to pick up oh, the axe too. and whatnot. And... Okay, and as they okay. head out, uh, we will cut back to the church. <laughs> <laughs> if if Rowan and uh, Rowan has to and Nick are. Uh, dying all to... inside. <laughs> We're just like about to open these doors with a mounting sense of doom and no idea why. <laughs> Someone somewhere is making a really bad deal. Y'all thought it was bad of Fox to offer to look after the money. <laughs> what I think's happening is it better not be. So. Uh, Meanwhile, back at the church, Irina, you are being uh, evangelized to, and Fox and Magpie, you are able to scurry around the hallway. There are three doors, one, uh, like Fox already opened one, so there are three remaining that have not yet been checked. Cool. Can I take the bottom right one? You can. I'll go top right now. Okay. Uh, We'll start with Fox. 
as you open the door. Uh, it seems to open into an office area. Uh, an old desk and chair sit against the south wall, a wooden holy symbol mounted above them, a, a familiar-looking sunburst. Uh, a ten-foot uh, iron, uh, foot long iron rod is attached to the north wall, suggesting a tapestry once stood there, as now long since bare. Um, against the far wall stands a wooden cabinet with uh, four tall um, shelves on it. Is there anything on the shelves? Uh, there are. Uh, in, on the shelves is largely a set of books. Um, there's a tinderbox, a few wooden boxes full of candles, and two uh, well-used uh, well books. Hymns of the Dawn, a volume of chants to the Morning Lord, and The Blade of Truth, the uses of logic in the war against diabolical heresies fought by the Olmist Inquisition. But otherwise, the room is largely bare. Um, Magpie, as you open your door, time and neglect have punched holes in the ceiling of this mouldy room, which contains a few broken roof shingles amid puddles of water. In one corner, set into the floor, is a heavy wooden trap door held shut by a chain and a padlock. And if you step in, can you make me a perception check? I can try. <laughs> 21. Did you say 91? 91. <laughs> no, 21. I heard 91. Like, <laughs> what the... <laughs> Are we playing Call it's of Cthulhu? Someone's fudging their roles. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, as you can hear, you can feel like a cold draft coming from like within. Like, so it's cold air seems to be seeping out from underneath this trap door, mm. and you can hear sounds coming from below. No longer that scratching, but a. <sighs> like sound of, and it sounds like someone slamming against stone and scrabbling across earth and rock. I'm gonna like very faint around the door to Fox and just be like, "Come here," <laughs> with his hand like Some, something's up in this room. I I come there. Yeah, you see see the same. Uh, make a perception check for me. Ten. Ten. Yeah, you you do not hear any of the, but you see see the padlocked. Magpie's going to whisper very quietly. It sounds like someone or something is trapped in there. It sounds like it's slamming itself against the walls. Do we try and let it out, or do we? Do we leave it? I. Either this priest has gone insane and kidnapped someone, or it's something that we shouldn't be messing with. And I don't know which. I haven't seen anything in the other 
two rooms I've looked in, it really is. Give any indication. He seems pretty insane. And kinda racist. <laughs> so what do we do? Why are we... We could check the last room and see if there's any clues in there. We could walk away and pretend this never happened. Or I can pick that lock. Well, the final room's got to be stairs up, right? There has to be some way of accessing... Yeah, I can't see that guy climbing the rope up to the bell tower. The rope is for pulling the bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, yeah. Well, even, even more of a reason yeah. not to climb the rope up. <laughs> be very loud, yes. Um, so I imagine all we'll find in the other room is stairs, and in that case we just have more things we have to explore, and I don't know how long he's going to not notice oh, that we're not there. To that end, Irina, can you make me a... <laughs> performance check as you are trying to distract someone. This is charisma based, so... Okay. 17. 17. Uh... He is avidly still talking to you about Morning Lord Scripture and has like sort of moved on to like sort of other sort of things and started like he's gone down a whole uh, rabbit hole of, of Morning Lord theology um making furtive whispers like sort of mentions of uh, Mother Night this sort of other like um sort of uh diametrically opposed uh being of like cos- cosmological being in standard opposition of the Morning Lord, and sort of very much like, oh, ah, here we have have the Morning Lord, the great like light and beacon of hope, and then the Mother Night, who is evil and bad and very not good. Um, is there anything in what he's saying that might be useful for me to know? Make a given re- what I know about my yeah. situation with Strahd, like yeah, is make, any of it actually useful to me? Make a religion check. I'm not usually good at these. Mm. Uh, 14. 14. Everything he's saying always keeps coming back to like sunlight, the sun, the morning lord's light, his gift to us all, that is the only protection we have. Only, only his light. And back to <laughs> yes, Donovich. Yes, Can I... Is. What are you going to do, Nick? Can I make an insight check on the noises I hear or something to that effect to try and, like, I don't know if insight's right. Yeah, really, insight, insight's like, more be able to, like, to... read, like, body language yeah. and everything. I just want to try and figure out 
if it's human or something other. What or... is your perception bonus? My perception bonus is plus five. Plus five. Okay, make me a make me another perception check if you're trying to like really sure. like. I imagine you like move closer to the trap door because that's going to give you a better seventeen. Seventeen. Just it's you're barely making it out. Like there's clearly like stone between you and whatever is making this noise, and it is muffled and can't discern any detail in it. Ismark and Irina seem to trust this priest. Do you trust them? Yes, I do. But I think maybe we should bring this up later. All right. It's your call. Why? <laughs> Because I don't trust them, but I do trust you. Uh. Well. I don't know. I think perhaps we should bring it up with the others when we can. Make a decision as a group. We aren't exactly particularly powerful individuals. Well, I don't know. You do some pretty weird smoky magic. It's pretty good. But well, I do take the point. Yes, but I'm not very good at hitting things and making them stay down. So, if it is something to that effect that we would need to do by releasing whatever's in here, I'd rather have backup. Makes sense. But we should check the other door while we have the chance, just in case. Okay. Yeah, seems sensible. Go just over there, sidle then. out the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I say Irina has, as Donovich, enthralled enough that you're able to kind of get back into the room. And uh, it's like you were never gone, as far as he is concerned. Oh, we wanted to check, we, we oh, check, check, the, check the other door. room. Yeah, okay. Um, you do so. It is. Uh, open uh now i know what you two were expecting but i shit you not this is what is the actual map it's not <laughs> stairs i don't know how he gets up to the bell i don't know how, oh, I don't know how many... climbs the rope. Uh, uh, there's probably a ladder somewhere <laughs> but <laughs> they're just they're like wow he's really shit ringing the bells isn't he <laughs> he fucking shimmies his way up like <laughs> Absolutely well, like, not, he can, like, he can ring it. It's like the, yeah, the, the, the bell is attached to the rope for, for ringing, and there's probably he probably gets someone else to like do maintenance on it. Um, How do you get up there? He doesn't need what to. The fuck? He doesn't need to. He has the rope that hangs down into the chapel. This dirty, lightless room contains a wooden bed filled with a straw mattress. Mounted above the bed is another uh, wooden holy symbol of that same sunburst. Um, The bed is perfectly made in here, but otherwise covered in dust. Whereas the other bedroom you looked at, um, Fox had clear signs of use. This one is 
pristinely reser- like preserved in this state, but it's covered in dust and has you don't think anyone's got in here in a while. Gonna look at Magpie and go. Why do you think he needs two bedrooms? Maybe there was another follower that used to live here. They wouldn't want to. I have no idea. This one doesn't even have a side table. <laughs> so we're going to nudge him and joke him. You think he's down in the basement? Oh, there can be only one. <laughs> what if he's not the real priest? Oh, <laughs> spooky. You saw the lock on the door earlier. Is that something you think you might be able to pick? I don't have proper thieves tools, but I, I could give it a go. You have proper thieves tools? No, I don't. Farthing oh, yeah. me them. Okay. <laughs> Take it back. It's a good thing you didn't trade we them will. away for art. Carry on, the omnipotent voice in your head disappears. <laughs> I think we should come back with anyone else we can bring when he's not so awake. Yeah, I'm not sure how long Lorena can keep him distracted. Yeah. Alright, we should go sit on a pew or something and pretend we've been here we're very religious people listening we've been attentively listening the whole time I love the morning lord let's go <laughs> love to meet him someday absolutely not I think it's morning with a U or with no U oh, I can't really tell the context <laughs> There's 100%, there's 100% like an edgy, edgy like book series called like The Morning Lord with a U. Oh, I am, I am I The Morning gonna... Lord. By Countess Strahd. Look at Fox <laughs> and be like, all, all the sun iconog- iconography is really not doing it for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> And congratulations, we broke the DM. Well done, good job, Nick. Well done. I really fucking got (laughs) Nick wins this time. Nick wins at D and D. You really are an idiot, aren't you, Fox? (laughs) I don't care what anyone says, Fox. I, you're, I think you're smart. All right, boy. Really are, I'm just gonna like just go kill myself down there. Why is that it? <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna like gently pat the air above Fox's shoulder, not actually making contact, and go and sit on a pew. <laughs> Fuck. Alright, yeah, you guys fall back in. Irina, you're able to like look up and uh, uh, see them coming in as uh, Donovich. <laughs> Uh, it's continuing and that starts like being like uh, throw out and uh, 
So why it's concluding like a very long-winded explanation of a very specific and long since like dead, not used or uh, celebrated Morning Lord festival um, that like haven't happened since before Strahd came to Barovia. But uh, I hope this has uh, been a very um, informative uh, time for you all. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating stuff. I've not really um, heard much about the Morning Lord before. Oh, I know so, it doesn't um... hinder you in it now. It has been <laughs> most yep, yep. illuminating because of the sun. <coughs> may may light guide you all in your travels. Thank, thank you. Um, Pray for us. I fear the journey may be taxing. <laughs> Light guide you, and you're able to just awkwardly leave. Right now, where the hell is this shop? Like as soon as they're out of earshot of Father Donovich, Irina's just going to turn to both of them and go, "I hope whatever you were looking for in there was worth it." Yes, thank you for your help. Actually, it was much needed, I think, and we all need to talk later. Well, that's <laughs> ominous. <laughs> I'm not a non-believer be... of the Morning Lord, but Father Donovich is more devout than most people and can certainly prove it. Hmm. I- I'm just curious, is this we need to talk before or after Sierra and Father get berated <laughs> what were you looking for anyway? Yet. I heard scratching. Scratching Something from somewhere. What, like mice? No. Something bigger. Oh. Once again, I'm going to follow that with. Hmm. That's ominous. Might be better to discuss that later. As a group. All right. Well. Ismark was taking the other two to uh, build drafts, so I suppose we will go and meet them there. Yes, yes. That's... We could do some supplies. We didn't agree on that, though. <laughs> yeah, Irene is gonna take them to build drafts. Yeah. Um... Trying to figure out I'd the timing. Say, yeah, I I think. Because you guys didn't like sort of try and pick any locks or anything. About as you guys are um, walking down into the square, that you see Father and Sierra very sort of happily, with sort of uh, like content, uh, walking out of the uh, of the shop. Uh, Father has an axe uh, in hand now and a very fetching looking hat with a feather in it. Nice hat, Tony. Well, oh, thank you very much. I quite, I, I like it quite a lot. Oh, I think it's very nice. Looks very good on Get everything you wanted. Oh, yeah, I think so. Well, I've got an axe. we got a backpack. Mm. Uh, and we need mm. to pick up some parcels for the guy at the shop on the way to where we're going. Okay. But yeah, no, I think we got a pretty good deal. What did you get, Sierra? Oh, um, 
Nothing yet. We've always had 20 gold. Wait, what? No, I didn't. No, we had 10 gold. Each. Each. No, but we gave him both of our pouches. Oh, hell no! And <laughs> Come back in the shop! Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'll be with you in a moment. Fox just starts laughing. Alright, yeah, Irina, you walk up. See him just doubling over through the window. You walk up, slam the door open as you stride in, and sort of, uh, you see Bildraft look up, like, oh, you. And me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> just imagining you leaving, leaving the door. Like, yes, my friend, for their two items that they have purchased from you. Two items and a job, apparently. I didn't know you could purchase jobs nowadays. I rather thought it worked the other way around. Your friends, sadly, came up um, short of what they needed and have agreed mm. to take on Ten some extra work. Certainly did not. They gave you 20 gold. I assure you I was handed 10 gold pieces. Father, how many pouches of gold pieces did you give this man? Two. One from me, one from Sierra. Those would be the same pouches of gold that my brother gave them last evening, each of which had ten gold in the pouch. So, I ask you again, how much exactly have you stolen from my friends? They gave me ten gold. Eat. It is entirely possible that, well, I don't know what they get up to outside of my shop. They may have spent some money elsewhere before coming to me. You know very well that they have nowhere else for them time. to spend well, them. I mean, they can't count. <laughs> Is that what's fucked? <laughs> Irene is just gonna like put her hand on the hilt of her sword and lean over the counter and is just going to get very, very uncomfortably close to Bildraft's face and is going to say You will allow them to take their pick of whatever they like in this store. And they will be picking up no parcels for you. Do you understand? So it looks you in the eye. Paro! And calls like around to the uh, room, the sort of like side room behind him, and you hear sort of heavy footfalls as like stooping to get from under the door, an incredibly tall and like stockily built think like Hodor from Game of Thrones like old like sort of young adults sort of late teens boy steps out yeah uncle I don't think he needs to grow much more <laughs> I think he's been eating plenty of eggs and I don't think you have any more business here, do you? Well, apparently we do, because I trust them lot. I, I think I trust them lot a lot more than I trust you, because they're saying that you stole money from us. How tall is this bloke compared to Father? Uh, he's about six seven. Okay, so Father is still father, a good Father. But Father, no, I, Father is I, Father is seven foot. Then the horns on top. True. So you're like just under half a foot taller than this guy, which for Farthen is a 
oh, this is new. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't like this. I buried my father this morning. Do not test me. My condolences. Now get out of my shop. Oh, I think we can come to some arrangement. If you yeah. would like to step outside. I'm good, thanks. I wasn't... An offer? No, it was an offer. What was the word I'm like for? Yeah. That was an order, not... It, it no, turns to Irina, why don't you and your two pet idiots and whatever other riffraff you bring into my shop leave? Well, I think he stole the money fair and square. Uh, maybe we should just go. Not without our money or more things than they have currently got. He like raises a hand, like clicks it and Paolo, whoop, reaches behind the door and pulls out just a club. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. He steps forward. I'm just going to punch him in the face. Okay. I didn't make a map. I made a map for everywhere else except for the fucking shop. <laughs> so, the shopkeeper is uh, the count the from count, Sesame the Street. Is, uh, is the count of Street, the shopkeeper. Gimli is uh, Parole. Nice. This is the best map. <laughs> this is a beautiful, beautiful. map. Um, everything I've ever wanted. Right, right. <laughs> beautiful. While I'm doing this, if I could roll me initiative. <laughs> yeah. Is this you being subtle about the shopkeeper? <laughs> no, it's not. The shopkeeper's not actually crud. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. Strad just also had a shop in the village. <laughs> she, she like scams people. <laughs> Shitty con artist. I believe yes, it. The tattoos and the scams people. I can't believe that we weren't bringing in a map. I got a ten on initiative. Ten. Oh, this is actually all on the wrong layer. I've got a minus two initiative from the first time since I started playing D&D and I don't enjoy that. I rolled a nat 20. That's quite something. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) You're going to get that punch in. Uh, 22 in total. It's on the right layer now. Um, Yes, give me a second. I was just making sure everything was on the right layer so I didn't suddenly start giving initiative turns to a bar. (laughs) There you go. Okay. I want to know what, you know, lawful good means in terms of attacking a man in his own shop and beating him up. I mean... Stole from his friends. Clearly just... Ripped off about like yeah. I will still say, in the eyes of the law, in most places, someone ripping your friends off isn't then caused to attack them with a sword. She hasn't attacked him with a sword fist. yet. But yeah, but also still, violence is also like you know, this is also still a crime. I mean, She's done anything yet? No, 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 no. But what father? What father is doing? What father's doing is a crime. Cousin's not lawful good. No, but. <laughs> He is chaotic neutral at best. I feel there is still a, a requirement upon someone who is lawful to 
Make sure others follow lawful action. Oh no, stop, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I think don't do it. Which include honesty and honour. Like, this man deserves to get touched in the You face. may be okay in the eyes of the Lord, possibly not in the eyes of the law. They're not the same yeah. thing. Magpie, what's your dex? Um, a number. Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> uh, I need you to. Can you roll a d twenty for me? As you and yeah. Parol have the same initiative. That's cocked. Mm. Four. Oh, he, he rolled a two, so you go before he does. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Look at that. That's uh, pretty on eleven. As Farthen, make your punch. An unarmed strike. Farthen smash. Uh, yep. Sorry. Farthen smash. That fell off the fucking table and hit my guitar. Oh, that almost fell off the table again, but that's a 17 plus 6. That will hit. Yep, that will hit. So, uh, arm strike is going to be 1 plus your strength modifier. It's just 5, straight yep, 5. So because they punch him, and this guy doesn't move. That like, no cells your punch, and you just. Well, just that's not happened before. <laughs> <laughs> That's new. Uh, Sierra, are you doing anything? Um, gonna rush to get in between them. Not that that's gonna help. <laughs> but you know, who's going like, whoa, 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 there's, we, there's no need for that. Don't need to do that. That's it. Just sort of trying to like get yeah. in the way, which can't really do. Uh, I mean, you can get under his feet, <laughs> literally. Yeah, just trying to like, like maybe yeah. push lightly, push you towards the door, which obviously does not yeah, work. Okay. Uh, Fox or Ripley? I'm gonna kind of walk up to the counter and just beckon over to your man and say, "Oh, I'm not with them. Uh, you need any uh, toolkits, perhaps?" <laughs> okay, you got for that, uh, Irina. <laughs> Oh god damn it. Irina's gonna try and stop Farthen. Okay, I mean like how how are you how are you trying? This is gonna, this is not gonna be a roll, but it's gonna be purely down to RP between you two. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna go over to Farthen and just be like do not think that this is the right way to correct this problem. <laughs> Trust me, I equally would like to deal out some perfectly valid justice here, but perhaps violence is not the answer. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna punch him again. <laughs> well, you can on your turn. On my uh, turn. Yeah, I mean, I say anything, you are. Yeah. You are like. You do not know if that is has worked, Magpie. Uh, I'm gonna try and cast calm emotions. Oh, that's boring. <laughs> that's in like a whole area, isn't it? Yeah, it's a 20 foot radius sphere. Yeah, so... <sighs> um, so I should be able to hit everyone. Maybe this time someone won't. Maybe. So you can get yeah, everyone because it's you radius. Get, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah, so everyone. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So that's a wisdom save, I'm assuming, or charisma. Uh, it's a charisma thirteen. Charisma so 13. if everyone 
can make a save. Yep. I mean, I guess you don't really need to if you're not involved you're in the calm. hostilities. I... Wisdom save? Yep. But I would like to include the shopkeeper because I feel like calling someone to beat someone up for you is hostile. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, what's your DC? 13. 15. Do you say wisdom or charisma save? Charisma. Charisma. Oh, charisma, oh, charisma. save. Oh, I thought it was a wisdom yeah. save. Thir yeah. 13. Right, that I'll changes things. <laughs> Charisma save. 13. 17. 11. Irina fails. Fuck. Uh, father makes it. Fox fails. I believe. What's your save again for Magpie? It's, it's 13. 13. So Fox makes it actually, but Fox is chill yeah, anyway. What does Sierra get? 13. 13. Um, does not seem to find a hold on Parol. <laughs> okay, uh, what about the shopkeeper? Uh, yes, it does. He seems to relax. He's like, just turn to Fox and be like, eh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, um, okay. That's your action. So, so what effects does it actually have? Because it definitely uh, affected Irina, so... Yeah, well, it's... Suppress strong emotions in a group of people, um, and I can choose one of the following two effects, but one of them's irrelevant. So the one I'm picking is um, I can make a target indifferent about creatures of my choice that it's hostile towards, but that indifference ends if the target is attacked or harmed by a spell, or if it witnesses any of its friends being harmed. So as soon as Father's go comes around, he punches Peril. <laughs> That's it. The shopkeeper's going to be hostile towards us again. But that's for a minute, mm -hmm. and then when the spell ends, the creature becomes hostile again, unless the DM rules otherwise. Okay. Uh, Peril's turn. He just got punched in the face. He's going to punch. Well, if he's not going to punch, he's going to swing his club at Farthen. Right. I tried. You did. I certainly try. So a surprisingly charismatic child, man, boy, thing. Um... Person? Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> uh, no, Carson, that is a 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Huh? You take 16 points of damage. 16? Yes. Glad you had that healing <laughs> Yep. He just... <clears throat> whacks you across the jaw with this club. Um, I'm a, Anyone who was calmed is now... That's out for you guys. Uh... Shopkeeper's just gonna. Shopkeeper should still be yeah, calmed because yeah. he's not witnessed so any of his friends wandering being over harmed. To, yep. Wandering over to Fox. And how can I help you? I have to wait to reply on my turn, right? Uh, well, you did say like got your tools, didn't you? Yeah. Like uh, tool tool sets. What kind of tools are you after? And yeah, if you can sort of. I'll let you reply because it's within like a talking to free action. Yeah, ideally thieves tools, but if you have anything like a disguise kits, forgery kits, that sort of thing, that'd be great. Hmm. Unfortunately, not the kind of wares we uh, keep here. My voice for this guy's been all over the fucking shop. <laughs> not the uh, not the kind of wares we keep here. I'm afraid we're a very uh, law-abiding business. Oh. <laughs> you just hear a crash <laughs> from Barrel hitting. <laughs> <laughs> Father, <laughs> father yeah. would like to rage. <laughs> okay, just 
You made me bleed my own blood. Oi, your lawyer. Someone made me bleed earlier. <laughs> I've had a very bad day. Uh, yeah, and he's going to swing his battle axe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eighteen to hit. Eighteen. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah, good. Um, you can use. Can you use two hands? Uh, if you are using your shield, then you can't use two hands. I believe you have your shield equipped. Yeah, no, I have my shield equipped, so it is 1d8 so yeah, plus 4. Yeah, 1d8. Plus 4, plus 4, 5, 6, actually. So 1d8 plus 6. 16 damage. 16 uh, damage. No, sorry, no. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12, sorry, 12, 12 damage. damage. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> 12. Like, again, I, I, it's farther, like, going for, like... Cutting blows, like lethal blows, with this, or well, he is now. Yeah. Uh, so like, it's you swing down, and it's not even that you like cut into him, but he has like barely knocks the like axe aside before it just like cuts slightly across the face. <laughs> uh, still, like you, guy seems tough. Uh, to put it simply, Sierra. In the middle of two very big people who were swinging mm-hmm. weapons at each other. Bartham's not looking good, by the way. Yeah, well... Bartham's got 10 HP left. Maybe he'll learn his lesson. No! <laughs> just the goal right now is to try and stop either of them just being like, hey, they really don't need to do that. Maybe put the weapons down. That's like the general gist of it. Don't think I can even reach your arm weapon no. to try and physically stop. No, no chance. If he's mm-hmm. holding it up, yeah. that's like yeah. up to where his ribs yep. are. Yeah, it's... He's barely come up to his knees, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, just above his knees, I think. Yeah, it's one of those unfortunate situations where, like, for in regards to father, it is it's not a check because it's play on player player mm-hmm. stuff. And in regards to apparel. The dice roll requires a chance that you could do it, and you, I'd say Sierra is insightful enough to tell that this guy is, like, has, does what his uncle says, and nothing else. Yep, just sticking with that, like uh, a Robin, please, okay. we should just go. Fox. You know, that's uh, fair enough, I understand it. Uh, have any, uh, maybe crossbow bolts or leather armor? Now, the uh, their armor, unfortunately, we haven't had our, uh, our shipment uh, in yet, but the crossbow bolts I can help you with. Yeah, uh, fantastic. <laughs> he like, sort of starts to turn to head into the back. Um, Irina. Did you say that he just headed into the back? He's like, he's like, like I can get those for you, and is like looking like he's about to start moving. 
Och det är Daniel sitter här så vi kan komma ur. I know what I want to do, but she wouldn't. Um, do it. I can't. Do it. Nothing to being a paladin. Ah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try and like grab Falvin's arm. <laughs> try and pull him a little bit, like away from. Yes, that'd be a grapple check if I imagine Father's not going to go willingly. No, he's, I mean, he's, he's raging. He's, he's yeah. seeing So rage. it should be uh, opposing athletics checks. Any sort of assistance, uh, my goal is to still move him away, like, I don't know, at least pushing on his knees or tugging on... <laughs> Pull him me... on the tail! Make me a strength check. You're going to have to roll high just because Sierra, like, is very small. And oh, like said, that's like um and Nathan you have advantage as well on a strength check to your raging. Oh I have um, advantage. Ace. Also not twenty get yeah. So twenty two. Strength check? Yeah, it'd be a strength check to athletics. So uh so you can roll with advantage on yours. Uh, athletics, yeah? Yes, yes. It's an athletics check, yeah? Yes. Yeah, thought so. <laughs> I've never been more happy about having advantage on something. Um, oh, that's a nat 20. That's 26. God fucking damn it, because I rolled a nat 20 as well, but mine's a 25. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you like try and like grab onto Farland's arms, like Sierra, you're like shoving, and Farland just flings, like jolts the arm back, the holding on Sierra, and you stumble back, or not, you get like, clocked in the jaw by his elbows. Let's go back and just Sierra, you are like holding on and but you are just basically holding on to his leg now. Um like a beckon boot on someone. Um Please stop. That's your action, Irina. He is raging. I'm gonna use my bonus action to cast Sanctuary on Sierra. Okay. What's that do? <laughs> that's that's a good idea. Uh, people have to make a wisdom save before they can attack you. Oh, nice. Yeah. Magpie. Okay. Um, question for the DM because it's never come up before uh, for me. Yes. Um, is an enemy able to move through your space? No, unless you are a size category like you say if you, a. Large, a large creature can move through a tiny creature's space as difficult terrain, but you cannot move, so you couldn't move through Paral's space, for example. He couldn't move through Sierra's. No. Mm. Okay. But I can move through his. Um, that is a halfling you feature. Can't, you don't... Is that a halfling Yeah, so you could. Right, okay. Yeah, it's not. Um, oh, I'm just trying table. to... Trying to do a thing. I don't know if it will work. Does the counter count as difficult terrain? Does it take double movement to get get up onto it? I'd say so, yes. Okay, right. Um, can I please uh, get up onto the counter, mm -hmm. uh, stand next to Paral, look him in the eyes, and face step over here? To behind Sierra 
So that will then, because of who I yeah. am, so he has to make a he has to, wisdom save. And he was within five feet of me. He has to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, uh, wisdom. I don't know what the thirteen. I think. Eighteen. Yeah. Sorry? Eighteen. Boo hiss. Right. Oh, yeah. That's oh, fine. He just isn't. Front yeah. You see, like Magpie sort of runs up along the counter, and then as like uh, like gets close to power, then. <laughs> disappears in a burst of like fog similar to what you would have seen when you were escaping uh the dust manor and then <laughs> lands uh where like sort of across behind you sierra uh but parallel just okay. didn't even seem to look shame i was hoping to i really hope i did that right as well that's is that it a... oh, sorry i'm sorry. trying it's, uh, the face step uh... thing yeah yeah, it's faced up. I'm just double checking. I haven't like used up my action. I don't think I have. Misty step normally is a bonus action, uh, which is basically what face step is. Um, um, yeah. Face step okay. as a bonus action, you magically teleport. Uh, but it counts as casting a spell, nope. doesn't it? With a um, racial feature. Okay, right. Okay, in that case, I can still do what I was planning, mm -hmm. which is great. I didn't just fuck up. Um, <laughs> uh, I would like to try and cast command on him. Okay, what is the command? Tell him to flee. Okay, uh, is that a wisdom save? It is. It's wisdom thirteen, and he's got the usual pewter smoke yeah. pouring from his eyes, and this time from his mouth. Just flee. <laughs> yeah. Really sorry, that's a 16. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> God damn it. He's just like, you're, you're doing, <laughs> what you're doing is incredible and looks terrifying. But the issue is Parrell's not looking at you. He is just, like, dead set on Farthen uh, currently. Uh, yeah, I was trying to give myself advantage on that one. Yeah. But, uh, alas. Well, that's my turn. Thanks, I tried. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. You're doing great. And... <laughs> um, Harold. That was like you're not welcome in the shop, and slams back down with the club. That's not twenty face. He just critted. Oh fuck! Oh no! So they said you're gonna take some damage. Oh, fuck. Imagining is Mark coming back to this. <laughs> I left you alone. He's like, oh, Ten I minutes. forgot I needed something from his the shop. His doesn't have to oh. These are the people he's hired to protect his sister. Getting beaten up by a shopkeeper. Amazing. A shopkeeper's nephew. Nathan, do you want the good news or the bad news? Oh, go on. Which one? Which no, one first? Bad news. Bad news is you take 27 points of damage. Okay. The good news is it's non-lethal damage, but you are not unconscious. And oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Down. Like, like, you guys just see Father drop like a shit ton of bricks. And just... Am I just straight unconscious? Yes, you're not making death saves, but you've, just, you've been knocked out. Father goes down, Power just looks around, look, and then looks at his uncle, who just sort of uh, hears the like <laughs> slam. Looks up at you. 
Please get him out of my shop. We were trying. And just probably, I can help. <laughs> and uh, is anyone going to try and keep fighting Parol God, or no. Bildraff? No, I've been trying to de-escalate. We all have. Except Fox. Esther is no. having a war like, between Esther and Irina. But I wouldn't want to take Carol regardless. Angry. The <laughs> thing is, is that she also doesn't want to like fight. She's she just wants him to do the right thing. She doesn't know how to force that situation and realizes she can't. So she's she's not going to try and fight them. Okay. Carol uh, <laughs> helps just basically drag Fardzen, like. Initially, like, just grabs him by the horns. Oh! And just dragging no, him no, out. No, 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 like, no, no, no. Death, like, like, oh, I've heard the handles. Oh. Oh, and, like, pick, grabs an arm and starts dragging him by the arm. Um, down the steps, there's a bit of a... Oh, there's um, steps? There's... Like, on, like, only a short, like, only, like, three or so, but it's enough to be, like, ooh, ah. Uh, as... It's nice meeting you. He turns and starts heading back into the shop. Uh, Fox. Magpie's gonna sigh and wave back. <laughs> yeah, you two are yeah. Can Irina uh, go and talk to him? To Peril? Yeah. Uh, he's like, he's like, stood on steps and cast like farther down, essentially, and now like turning back in. You can try and say something to him. Pedal, wait a second. Um, oh, Uncle will want me back. That's okay. I'm, I'm not going to stop you going back into the shop. I just. I would really appreciate it if you could maybe talk to your uncle about doing the right thing and giving back the money that he took from my friends. That was way too much for what they uh, they were given in return for it. Pow! You hear the voice like coming from inside Fox. You see uh, Builder turning and yelling. Like, oh, no, it's all right. Uncle always knows what he's doing and turns into the building. The door swings shut behind him. Uh, Fox... Uh, Piltrath returns with um, some crossbow bolts, a uh, bundle of 20. Um, now, supplies are running low, so this will unfortunately cost a bit, but it will be uh, 10 gold a bundle. Really? Uh, I, I think I know what crossbow bolts usually cost. How about uh, we strike a bargain, though? Like, I assume your deal with uh, those lot is off. Can we maybe make a bit of a bargain if... Uh... I offer to go get your supplies. You hear like a the footsteps of Paro behind you as Bilgeraster kind of leans across the counter. If it's too much for you, you're welcome to try any other shop in the village. You have other shops in this village? No. Didn't think so. <laughs> Alright. Ten gold. Nice doing business with you. Takes the gold, puts the crossbow It's specifically down. ten gold. I want to make that clear. My money, yeah, he like did, my pouch didn't and, leave my pocket. Yeah, he, he like counts it and uh, is happy with ten gold. It's been a very, it's been a good day for ah, him so 30 far. Thirty fucking gold. Uh, yeah. Seriously. Given that, a, given that a gold piece is usually like a day's wage for like a lot of people, he's having a great mm -hmm. time. Do you need someone to go get those parcels? Not opposed. I'll know if they've been opened, though. So don't try anything funny. Oh, I would never. 
I just have respect for a legitimate businessman like yourself. <laughs> just close the calling for a deception check on that. Says <laughs> the man who walks in and goes, you got any um illegal stuff? You know? <laughs> you got any thieves tools? Watery got kits? any equipment for people who steal stuff? Got any, 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 any uh, toys for liars? Um, just look to you. Look around the waterfall on your way to the lackey. Find anything, bring it back to me. Happy to offer an employee discount for future purchases. Pleasure doing business with you, good sir. And you. I'll leave them. Alrighty. Uh, and as Fonk steps out and Father, you like after a moment start to stir back to consciousness <laughs> on one I would have immediately been um, on the floor next to him doing some cure wounds. A cure yeah, wounds. Yeah, you heal up. Uh, Fox steps out, little bundle of crossbow bolts. Uh, as well, and that is where we will finish for today. <laughs> I will roll and tell you how many hit points you have. It's like a D8 plus. But... Thank you all for playing. Six. And we will pick this up next time. Edge of Night is a D&D 5e actual play podcast brought to you by Stronger Games. Now available on iTunes and Spotify. The music has just kicked the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, the music is in complete agreement with that thing. Yeah. What if it's not the real priest? <laughs> if this was a film, we would be absolutely correct by now because of the absolutely. That would be coming with you got both turning and looking at the trap door. I bit like, like, yeah. I mean, uh, it's almost like video game. You turn around, it's like, why is there boss music playing? I'm, I'm sitting in a chair. Why is there boss music playing? He's uh, not the real priest. Where's the boss music coming from? <laughs> Chase something less intense. So... Oh, I hate that guy. He's, he's, he's very different in this version than he was in... Uh... He's sassy and I kind of yeah. like him. I did have the realization that God, Rahardin and Lilith, like together, is just they banging. No, but like <laughs> the, the sheer amount of like sass in that pairing. <laughs>